0: Welcome to the Joe Picks and NFL Team Mid-Season Extravaganza. I'm here, deep in Joe's basement in Seattle.
1: Damn, we're back at it.
0: We're here. We're back at it. We've we've moved from the room that was way too hot. I would say this room, the temperature here is actually quite fine.
1: It's a little cold, but it's not the extreme temperature of, of our uh, sweat lodge up there.
0: Yeah, well, I dare say this room has one problem that the other room didn't have, which is the... Sight of my greatest trauma in probably the last five years occurred about 15 feet from me. And
1: we should warn our listeners, Dad, Dan has a massive head injury and uh, it it, it may have changed his personality.
0: Well, I'm not going to say massive, Joe, but it is a head injury where apparently in this house, the door jams are set at the height of about five foot eight or something
1: it's a closet door. It's, it's a. Clo- it's not. It's not. A, it's, a it's a door closet.
0: It's a door, Joe. When you make a door, it should be at at least six feet height. Well, I didn't make the door, Dan. Well, so. whoever did really fucked up, and I w- ran into that door <laughs> with absolute full speed ahead. And I've been honestly, and you have not, should have about it since. Yeah, I've been a little. I've been a little who, out of who, commission.
1: Who runs headlong into closets? I'm just. Dan, it doesn't I'm just make
0: walking sense. Walking to a door. Walk with caution. Well, the thing is, you see a door frame. I don't look up to see. I just walk into it because I assume who would make but a door are five foot why you walking
1: with such velocity into a closet?
0: And, you know, you're giving me shit. Oh, yeah. Every time after I come up, I'm like, boy, I really hit my head. And people are like, oh, take a look at it. And every single person was like, holy shit. Yeah.
1: I'm not disputing. I was the one that called it a massive head injury. I'm not disputing the fact that it looks really bad. I- I'm saying no one else has ever done this in our house.
0: All right. Well, the point is just be the first time joe i I could be dying right now we don't know what's going on up there this could be our last podcast ever i feel some concussion concussion like look they're already coming out concussion (laughs) symptoms when i have to read these emails joe it's going to be very difficult my brain is not processing at 100 percent.
1: dan do you have early signs of cte
0: i might joe (laughs) I now, like, I understand what these NFL players are like because, you know, they take the big hit and they say they got their bell rung or whatever mm-hmm. and they get back out there. You got your bell rung. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Not. If I had to go out there and make football, but if I were a quarterback, I'd just be like, all right, I'm just throwing it to the first wide receiver. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not thinking about what to do. I don't care
1: if it's the other team. Whatever. <laughs> you know, just throw whatever.
0: It. Yeah. No, I, I think that did happen <laughs> I just in the NFL. Don't get hit like, again. the guy throws a better interception. They're like, oh, he got his bell rung on the. Pe-.
1: That's horrible. I know. Picture what happened to you happening, like, Ten times a week to you, God.
0: I mean, they must. Their whole life must just be in a fog. It's a brutal sport. Uh, speaking of which, though, Joe, you're a fan of a team, a new team, the Carolina Panthers. You chose it very famously. Have you been? Have you been following your team? Have you been following this horrible sport, Joe? We're
1: jumping right in, right? I mean, yeah, this is it. Okay, so, well, well,
0: well wait, before we jump right in, we just have to say for anybody listening right now, we will be making a large announcement. At the end of the podcast. At
1: the end of the podcast.
0: But you don't know when at the end. We might just put like 15 minutes of blank space at the end to throw you off.
1: Not right at the end. Yeah. Some point in the last third.
0: So you have to listen to this first part to get to the end. And if you just skip to the end, you won't get it. We're actually going to put fake announcements peppered throughout the end.
1: Yeah. Lots of
0: announcements. Yeah.
1: And you really should only be listening to this if you're a super fan. That should be
0: abundantly clear. But anyways, that's at the end. For right now, Joe... You're a Carolina Panthers fan. The Carolina Panthers just won a riveting game today against the New York Jets. Joe, how's your fandom going?
1: All right, let me tell you a few things about fandom, Dan, that I've learned from this process. Number one, the Panthers were a great choice. In part because some people ask me, so, hey, like, what team did you pick? If they know I did a podcast. And saying the Panthers sparks all sorts of confusion. what? Why the Panthers? And I'm like, well, and I kind of go through the process. And it's great. For people who don't know about the podcast, they're, they're like, why are you a Panthers fan? And I get to talk about the podcast. Yeah. It's great advertising. But also, they've had a great and fun season. Yeah. It's been a really fun season to watch. They are a little hard to see here, but I find ways to stream the games. Uh, and I've I, I really enjoyed it. So, so first first take, Panthers were a really good choice. Totally happy with it. The second thing I've learned about fandom, though, is that when you're a fan of a team... The history helps a lot to like weather the storms of being a fan of a team. And I'm not talking about the storms on the field because honestly, like had the Panthers been, you know, three and eight right now, I still feel like I'd be pretty happy with the choice. Yeah. Maybe I'd be like a little bit frustrated, but I'd be happy with it. I'm talking about the storm of like controversial stuff happening. So when Cam Newton made his very sexist comments, you know, if you're a lifelong fan of the team, you like Cam Newton. But you can also sort of, like, put Cam Newton aside, right? You can say, like, yeah, he's a great player, but he, he's a fucking asshole. But, like, this is my team. It's not Cam's team. This is my team. I've been a fan of this team longer than Cam Newton, like, has been on the team. So... Yeah. And I'll be here long after Cam Newton is gone. Yeah. So, like, y- it, like, stabilizes all those waves. When you're a new fan of
0: a team, it's like, oh, fuck. Like... And you sort of partially pick the team because Cam Newton is on Absolutely. The team. Right, no.
1: yeah. So, so, so it... it, it but you know, really similarly, I mean, with all the this the stupid national anthem stuff, when the Houston owner was a total like dickwad about that. Yeah. And remember the Houston's owner, despite being a Republican, which they all are, was one of the reasons why we liked Houston.
0: Hey, they're not all our Joe. We did the research.
1: All many are <laughs> most are. Most are. Um, when he said that, it, it, it would have caused a major existential crisis for me with being yeah. Houston, right? And but but if you are already a Houston fan, you may still hate that, but you but but you can still ride it out. You can yeah. ride out that wave, and that's that's the second thing I've learned is that, and, and not not that it's it's negated my fandom, but it tested harder than I think for the lifelong fans who are like, yeah, Cam Cam's part of our team, but 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 I'm going to be here long after. Yeah, but the Panthers, I mean, there's such a. Um, High-variance team. I mean, you watched them today. We watched them today together.
0: Watched them today, yeah.
1: And Cam has this, like, amazing game
0: last week. I guess it was two weeks ago. Cam I watched the week. game that. Yeah. That was a national game, I think. It was Monday Night yeah, Football. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, I mean, puts up a ton of fantasy points. But also, I mean, not just fantasy-wise. It's He's like
0: 60-yard pl- runs, you He's know. He yeah.
1: out of his mind.
0: And then... A lot of, of swagger was displayed.
1: Has a bye week, gets some rest, and then just looks awful
0: today. Missing throw and not just missing by a little bit, he's missing wide-open guys by five yards.
1: And that just encapsulates the entire Panther experience. But, I mean, man, what a fun defense. McCaffrey is, like, as advertised. So much fun to watch. Yeah. And Cam, I mean, despite being a horrible sexist off the field, is just an electrifying player to watch, of course.
0: Yeah. And his non-pology after the comment was, like, not good either. Not a good look. Yeah. He's like, yeah. what? I just, I just... <laughs> Said what I thought. It's like, no, no, Cam. Ugh. But anyways, Joe, I as somebody who's watching the team, I, I, I if the Panthers win the Super Bowl, like, well, let's look at the other team in the final four, or in the final two, right. the Green Bay Packers. I mean, that, I think, would have been a pretty sad thing because not all, when you pick the right, team, yeah, right. it's not like Aaron Rodgers has said some horrible thing, though I'd argue some of those uh, State Farm commercials or, what, or all, whatever it is. <laughs> Have gone a little too far. It's just it would just be so disappointing because probably the primary reason to pick the team, the style of play, the team you know being so good and and being in the mix, all that's gone. Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone and it's all lost. And and
1: I mean, despite having a good game today, yeah, the Packers have proven that that's sort of true, right? Like they are, yeah, right. They're really bad without Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I I mean, they're not really bad. It's just that with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, before his injury, they were probably yeah. one of the best teams in the NFC, and now they're. But they're pretty mediocre. The yeah. 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 And the Panthers, on the other hand, just from a story perspective, like, you know, the point of being high variance, when they're playing, like the game we saw today, like Cam Newton was playing terribly. It was a disaster. And what happened? Within the span of two minutes, there was a sack fumble, returned yes. for a touchdown. Yes. You know, Luke Keekley, absolute beast, just so fun to watch on defense. And then a punt return for a touchdown two minutes later. Like, that's a, like they were they they were gushing about the pun you. I don't know know who he is, but
1: yeah, I mean, no it, question about it. If if Cam went down with injury, it would be really devastating for the Panther season. Yeah, of course. But they do find a lot of different ways to win, which is it, which is fun for sure.
0: All right, well, Joe, I'm I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm going to play a little game. Oh, how big of a fan are you, Joe? Oh, no, I'm not. No, no, Joe, Joe. This is a very simple question. You know, I this is the basicness of fandom. I want our fans out there to know that Joe's not been prepped for this. He's on the spot. He might look like an idiot. Joe, the Carolina Panthers are eight and three. What three teams have they lost to? Come on, you watch the games. Who have they lost okay, to Okay,
1: okay, okay. No no no. Yeah. Uh okay, they lost to the Saints.
0: That's correct. That's one. That was a rough game. Yeah. They got their asses whooped. <sighs>
1: They lost to the, I don't remember the other two.
0: You don't remember the other two, Joe? Oh, no. no. Joe. No, I don't remember. Do, do you know the teams they've beaten?
1: I mean, I could probably list most of them, yeah.
0: Okay. Who did they beat on Monday Night Football okay, two well they, weeks ago? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just go back.
1: Hold on, hold on. I can tell you some of the big teams they've beaten. They beat the Patriots. Oh, wow, look at that. was a really that. fun game. I don't
0: even remember that, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was huge. That was the first week of my fandom.
0: Wow. Wow. They beat the Falcons. That's right. They did play the Patriots. And yeah, they did beat them. They mm-hmm. did beat the Falcons.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. They they beat the Bears. No. Oh, the Bears are one of the teams they lost to. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They
0: really laid yeah. neg that game. Yeah. yeah. So they lost to the Bears. I'm going to give you partial credit for that. Mm-hmm. Even though you were wrong. they played the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is not a division game. Yeah. So, That's like, a 50-50 yeah, shot. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, they obviously played Tampa Bay. I think they beat Tampa Bay.
0: Correct. Okay, they've played Tampa Bay They've once, and they've beaten them. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Uh, okay, today they beat the Jets, obviously.
0: Okay, they beat the Jets. You, you've actually almost got that. I think there are only two games left in your fandom, because I for- or there are three games left that you don't remember. But that's right. You weren't a fan right. until that, that Patriots game. So this is pretty good. Yeah. There are three more teams. you got to name the team they lost to. Come on.
1: You- the third team they lost to? Was it before or after I was a fan?
0: After. I don't remember, Dan. Oh. Who is it? The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, my God. They had a close game, though. And then, you know.
1: The Eagles are really good.
0: Then they beat the Dolphins on Monday Night Football when Cam Newton was... That was huge. Yeah. yeah. Swaggering over the field. Um, right, that's not bad, Joe. Yeah. Because, honestly, my professional football team that I am still a fan of, I know we beat the Rams. I, I don't know who else we beat. I, we always lose to everybody else.
1: But, you know, one of the things about New Fandom is... It my, my fandom is different than when I was a fan of the Chargers. Like, I don't I don't not miss a minute of every game. Right? Like if there's I mean, you saw me today, we we're watching the game, right? Yeah. But like if I had fantasy interest in something else, I'd like be checking out the other games or whatever. Like it's less
0: well, Joe, it's also eleven o'clock PM right now, and we are in your basement, and this is the first free time we've had today to do the podcast. To- there's a lot of chaos going on in your life. But even
1: in my football watching, I was sort of like half watching the Panthers half watching something else. I yeah. found um a little bit of an easier entry to Panther fandom is through disliking the teams that I should dislike. Yeah. Like it's easy for me now to root against the Saints and the Falcons.
0: Yeah. It was fun rooting against the Saints right. today.
1: Now I get to root against the Seahawks here in Seattle yeah. because they're really in contention for that wild card spot. Yeah. Um so like that's and I'm really excited for the playoffs because that's going to be I think I think that's going to be the thing that crystallizes my fandom.
0: I mean, the one thing about your fandom that's really cool, and you mentioned the Chargers, and we definitely need to talk about the Chargers and your experience with the Chargers and give me another opportunity to play the LA Chargers Dumpster Fire song, which (laughs) may be less accurate, is look at this upcoming schedule from your Panthers. Like The the NFC South is by far the most interesting division in football, which I don't think people are necessarily predicting. And you've got At the Saints next week, I mean, huge game. Right. Then I think the division lead is on because I think you both are just tied tied at the top for the division. Then next week, the Vikings, probably the second best team in the NFC or third best behind the Eagles. Then the Packers, so that's like a week off. And then you just finish with two division games. You've got to beat the Buccaneers, and then you finish the season at the Falcons. I mean, that is really, other than the Packers game, which still we watch the Packers today. It's not like, you know, the, the Packers came to play today. Totally. You've got... At least four games that are like they could easily be the game of the week. I mean, maybe the Buccaneers game isn't the game of the week, but for the for oh yeah the Panthers, that game is huge. Some
1: of those games are probably going to get flexed into a national yeah. game. Too, and if for not already, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, right now none of them are flexed, but it wouldn't be like, for example, the Falcons um, Panthers game in Week huge. Seventeen. Yeah. It could be for a playoff spot. Absolutely. So this is because, like, my team and. This is not an uncommon thing for mediocre teams, which my team is. All the games the rest of the year are irrelevant. In the NFC, I I think they might even be mathematically disqualified from being able to get a wild card. Because I wouldn't be surprised if the wild card in the NFC is 11-5. and Right, right, right. They're gone. Frankly, like, the division, you know, we talked so much about the NFC East. What if division? The NFC East this year has the Philadelphia Eagles, who are great. great. And uh, honestly, I I mean, I hate the Eagles. They're good. And Carson Wentz is good. Totally. The Cowboys, of course the Giants, and the I think the Washington Football Club of the three is actually sort of interesting to watch because, it like, you know, the game against the Saints was a great game, and they lost, and and that's classic Washington Football Club, you know, Chargers of the East. No, they
1: no, they really have been the Chargers of the East. They yeah. find fun ways to lose.
0: Um, but the other two teams are just, you know, the Cowboy games, like, the Cowboy game on Thanksgiving was just a dreadful game, and... The division stinks and the NFC South, I, I mean, it's awesome. What a fun division.
1: No, I mean, I am, I am so glad that I did not pick the Cowboys. Like, yeah. watching this year, that would have been such a mistake.
0: Yeah. Just dreadful year. I think, I don't even remember what the other teams were. I mean, the, the Raiders were terrible. I don't remember what the bracket is, but. It,
1: yeah, I mean, I will tell you the two teams that, that I sort of like developed a sort of half-rooting interest in addition to the Panthers, they're not two good teams. It's, from from what I learned out of the podcast, I'm sort of excited about Houston just because they have you know a young quarterback and like well you were excited
0: team. about Houston, I'm sure. No,
1: I still am. He's going to come back next year stronger true, than ever. It's true. It's true. I um, they you know they just have a lot of young talent. Like they yeah. they will be a really good team next year. Definitely um, from a division that's very winnable too. And even though they're pretty terrible, I still like the Bears.
0: Yeah. Well, I you mean,
1: know. talk about like a young core, and I'm definitely a Cohen head.
0: So did Cohen, did he break zero yards rushing today? Or did he finish in the negatives? I no, wasn't he was sure. Definitely,
1: but the whole team had like 58 total yards.
0: Well, you'd hope that he could, if he's so me, he could get like, you know, all of them. They stopped.
1: I, well, I didn't watch the game. I was just watching the game cast and they stopped giving him the ball. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he, he, I mean, got negative 11 yards. So he did something wrong.
0: All right. Well, let's change subject because it's just so amazing how the storyline for the Los Angeles Chargers is the same. I. It's just so amazing they start out so badly they i I mean they could be like 10 and 0 like and yet they're 5 and 6 and yet they're written off for good and now because the chiefs are terrible they're one game out of the division they have the same thing that they always have every year nobody wants to play them i don't they they lose games it's just crazy what what has it been like experiencing the la chargers being the san diego chargers when you're not a direct fan of them
1: I mean, first of all, I've, like, seen this song and dance a hundred times. They are either not going to make the playoffs or, worse, they will make the playoffs and then they will lose in some spectacular fashion because they'll be the team where it's like, oh, you know, they made it in and and they get to play this, like, cupcake game. So watch out for the Chargers. Even though their record wasn't so great, they're going to, you know, they could make a run here. And then they will just lose in some, I mean, this is still the fucking team that that lost a playoff game to Sanchez and Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: they Two lost the game, games. Games. They the game where they won the game. Two different in playoff
1: football. games. So uh, when people remind you that Mark Sanchez at one point in his career won a playoff game, that was against the Chargers. So you know it's going to end badly, and it is fun to be on the opposite side. Like when they go on their streak of losing in really interesting ways, it's great. When they win, like they did on Thanksgiving, I all I feel is annoyed about it, because I know how happy I would have been in, like, you know, one year ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. I'm just looking at, like, the Jacksonville game. They, like, had the interception. <laughs> they were, like, celebrating. And then they pr- probably go three and out with three. It's just crazy. And I mean,
1: in this last game we were watching, they're... Their kicker went down. Yeah. <laughs> Their punter was practicing, and he missed, <laughs> he missed the practice net. That was a foot away from him.
0: Oh, that was amazing. I mean, they still won the game, but like, but they also the guy who missed the net. They sent him out. I think he was one for three on extra points. Oh, I man. mean, they were blowing out the Cowboys. What a game, Chargers Cowboys. I mean, on Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: I mean, the only benefit of that was that I, I had a fantasy interest in the Chargers doing well.
0: Yeah, and they did. And the the Chargers are playing in a very. You know, unusual matchup, my uh, Washington Football Club, the the AFC-NFC-like weird matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting.
1: I mean, the AFC West, though, is just dreadful this year. I mean, Kansas City looks awful. I mean, I wouldn't be
0: surprised if the Chargers, they have to be the betting favorites to win. They've looked good the last two weeks, and both Denver and Kansas City is just dreadfully terrible.
1: And Oakland should be better.
0: Oh, they're terrible.
1: Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I... I would think that, that the Chargers should win the division, but they are still just terribly unlucky or whatever. They have terrible karma, whatever it is. Yeah. They will lose some of these games coming up. Yeah. In really fucked up ways.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hope that the, the Washington Football Club Chargers matchup is really going to be.
1: Oh, who 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 can find a way to lose?
0: I don't know. I mean, frankly, the Jacksonville uh, Charger <laughs> game was like that, too. And the Chargers out loss out tried to lose more but i don't know it could be it could be amazing but anyways all right joe we've wrapped up our midseason nfl thoughts so let's jump into the mailbag and we've we've maintained our sponsor even through we haven't podcasted in a while joe it's pro- it's been 10 weeks two months it's felt like days yeah. <laughs> well, it's felt it's been the most enjoyable two months of my life, Joe. But we maintained our sponsorship of Pulling the Sidelines. Mailbag sponsored by them. Should I jump right into it, yeah. Joe?
1: well, first, I have not heard anything about Pulling How's it going? Because I couldn't sign oh. up for it preseason because oh, that's right. I didn't have a team yet. Yeah. So I can't rate Ron Rivera. Well. Tell me what's going on. What are people
0: saying? I mean, we got... I don't know if people are saying anything, but when... The preseason ended. There were over 400 voters on the site. And then I sent all of the notifications out after week four or week five, depending on if the team had to buy. And 200 people voted again. And so we got really great data for the the first part, which everybody can see at pollingthesidelines.com stats. And then I sent out the midseason one. and got 100 people that submitted again. So we're sort of going downhill. 400, 200, 100, but I feel like we're selecting the like really high quality voters yeah. that are going to stick with us for years to come. I mean, just like
1: our fan base, that makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. What um so what coach has had the biggest dip in their stock since the beginning of the season?
0: Well, I uh just looking at the Q uh looking at the week 4 ratings of which we had the most. The problem with the mid-season is that not all of the coaches. that just wasn't enough data because, you know, 100 people spread through 30 teams. But some of the data was better than Dan, others.
1: Dan,
0: just answer the question.
1: Just, just, just name a coach.
0: All right. Well, Ben McAdoo is, was amazing. Because <laughs> Ben McAdoo's preseason ranking was a B. And the, the Giants had a lot of voters. And to a person, every single one of his Q1 and midseason ranking was an F. Not a oh. single person did. Now, of course, the Giants have now won two games. So when I do...
1: He's so become a Macadon, which was a phrase coined <laughs> by us, by the way. Just yeah,
0: to yeah. Point that out. well, it was coined by Tony.
1: Coined on this podcast.
0: If you ever listen to the GM Street podcast on the Ringer Network, a competing network, I hope you don't, they did a segment where they were like saying whether a coach was a Macadon or a macadon't, which was A, infuriating because they copied it from us, B, it was confusing because... The way they set up the bit, if your coach was bad, that was a -a maca-do, and if your coach was good, that was a -a maca-don't. Which which, is really confusing. Which conceptually makes sense, but the way the English language work, it's stupid, so as they kept doing the the bit...
1: great coach is a -a maca-don't?
0: as they kept doing the bit, which only was a one-time bit, because this is what they do when they steal your material, or Tony's material, they... You know, they don't understand it. They're not with it. So they're like telling the stories. now like, again, this coach has been a McAdoo. And then the other guy's like, don't you mean a McAdone? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Macadon. You know. Terrible. Terrible. Steal our, stealing our material. But yes, McAdoo. Wait, he's been a McAdoo.
1: McAdoo has been a McAdoo.
0: He's been a McAdoo. Now the
1: But I just dropped my fragile, fragile iPhone X.
0: Yeah, hey. <laughs> Todd Bowles was the biggest McAdont. Whose preseason grade was a D, and every single person moved up his grade, and his average is now a C. Wait,
1: I don't even know what team that is.
0: The New York Jets, because oh, they were expected yeah. well, to lose no, every yeah, game.
1: That's true. Actually, that guy should keep his job.
0: Yeah, I mean he's sure. good. We we saw the game today. Like the Jets severely underpersoned against yes. the Panthers. Yes, made it competitive.
1: They they are clearly a much worse team than the Panthers, but they played a very good game.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean. Their the whole point of the preseason was they were going to tank, and not only have they not tanked, they're, like, trying to win, which is really stupid. But
1: Well, at this point, they have to keep trying to yeah, win. They're, yeah. they're not going to be in the top five of the draft.
0: But anyways, go to com slash stats. Look at all the data there. And if you're a voter, continue to be a voter because we figured out a good idea. I don't know if we even talked about it on the podcast. It's been so long. But basically, to incentivize people to keep going for every year you're in the system, your vote's going to count that much stronger. So if you do it all through this year, and then you do it next year, your vote's going to count double. You have a weighted vote. So when the people sign up next year, their vote just counts as one. And then if you're on it for three years, your vote's going to count 3x. So you're really, as long as you stay with the site, your power as a voter is going to grow. And in like 10 years, when this is as big as the MVP race, you know.
1: It'll be like, yeah, journalists, you're like, I'm an MVP voter. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're going to be like, oh, you'll be in the 10x club or something.
1: Oh, that's good
0: yeah so do that get on it it's never too late to join so joe you know you joined mid season you still get the ballots you just don't get included in all of the stats this year but you're next gonna year i'm in you're gonna have 2x status next year. oh good okay yeah. okay and i might do something where the grades are shifting between you know q4 whatever just keep voting everybody out there keep voting you're important Okay, did we read that? Was the ad read correct, Joe? It was, per- it was a little long, but okay. I think it worked. A better way to <laughs> grade your uh, team's quarterback. So now let's get into the mailbag. We've got four mailbags. So everybody... I'm excited. Each mailbag is going to bring something else to the podcast. Then we're going to do the four mailbags, do the big announcement, and then we're done. This is a surgical quick podcast. But now, Joe...
1: Hour and 40 minutes tops. Joe? Yeah.
0: Just in case somebody skipped to this point in the podcast... They
1: missed the announcement already. No, no, no.
0: Oh. Let's make a fake announcement and then pretend it's real, just in case they skip to just like five seconds from now. Joe, uh, what do you got?
1: Well, we wanted to announce that in the 14th episode of the Joe Picks and NFL Team podcast, there is a secret encoded message... If you play a portion, we're going to say what portion, backwards, you are uh, directed to a secret treasure map that will um, lead you to Danny's gold.
0: I have put 100,000 US dollars in the form of a Bitcoin account. <laughs> so it's just the Bitcoin password is in there. It's in the previous episode. We already did it. Yep. The treasure map. It's it's actually not that hard. Like, we thought about making it really complicated. No. no. We thought, if the person's a super fan and they go back and do it... They're going to find it. Find the treasure map. All right. And now, they're like, the person's already closed the, right. the thing. Right. They're not they're, they're,
1: anymore. Okay. Right, they're out. Good.
0: They're yeah. gone. All right. Now, that was a fake announcement for the real. rest of you. Okay. Into the mailbag, super fan Sean. First time emailer. Sean. Oh. So, what well, we ended the podcast in... Sometime in September or something.
1: Wait, wait. This is not Superfan Sean that emails in a lot.
0: No, that's Superfan Sean S E A N. This is Superfan Sean S H A U N. Oh,
1: see, that's interesting because when you th- the way you pronounce Sean, I could tell you were pronouncing it differently. I thought is he saying Sean's name wrong?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm pronouncing
1: figured... it S H A U N, but I got
0: it. Okay. I forgot how it's confusing because the names look so different. But you're right. Yeah, I mean they sound different too. Yes, but to yeah. a lay person, mm-hmm. especially Sean. This Sean, as we see, is a foreigner, so he might have been very confused. But Sean, I'm talking about you, S-H-A-U-N. Anyways, get into it, Joe. Yeah, no, I'm in. What was I saying? We ended the podcast in the middle of September. This email was sent in the middle of October. So this came about one month late for our final episode. Okay. But that's why we're doing this episode. Hi, Dan and Joe. My name is Sean. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I found your podcast because I was looking for an Arizona Cardinal fan podcast to listen to for the 2017 season. None of them exists, so I got yours instead, and I listened to every damn word. Quick background.
1: Wait, so that that technically means that we are the most popular Arizona Cardinal podcast in Melbourne, Australia.
0: Certainly in Australia. (laughs) Okay. Maybe everywhere. Possibly. I don't know. Quick background on how I picked an NFL team. The first game I ever watched was the 2009 Super Bowl. I only watched because Bruce Springsteen was playing the halftime show, but I decided to watch the entire match as well because I love sports. We don't call it a match, first of all, but we would call it a game. The boss was awesome, and I still YouTube that performance occasionally. Anyways, I picked the Cardinals because February in Melbourne is fucking stinking hot like the desert, and they wear red. My Aussie rules team, the tragic Melbourne demons, are red and blue. Now, when I went to Melbourne, Australia, I watched an Aussie Rules game. Fucking awesome. Was it the Demons? It was none of them, none of the Melbourne teams were playing at the time. So I went to Geelong, which is, you know, maybe a 40-minute harrowing drive away because everybody drives on the wrong side of the road there. But they did the coolest thing I've ever done at a sporting event, which was, first of all, the Geelong team is, like, pretty good. Uh, So they, like, won a game, but I think it was, like, a practice game, like a preseason game. And then at the end of the game, they just like put out a big thing in the middle of the field and then everybody started like crowding towards the field and i was like what's going on and they like blasted a big horn and then everybody just started running into the field and there was like some like contest hands? yeah there was like some contest where whoever like got to the middle of the field first got some prize and then everybody the field just became open play for like the next 40 minutes that's awesome it was the coolest thing and so uh, you know, the Aussie Rules football people thing... People
1: would get crushed if they did that here, but yeah, yeah, I mean...
0: The Aussie Rules football thing has this giant goalpost set up because they, like, kick the thing through it. Yeah. And my friend is like, you know, we've been drinking a few beers, and he's like, I could kick that thing. You know, I could do that easily from because the, they have, like, a this particular game they are trying out, like, a three-point line for, like, a super kick, which, which evidently I don't think they kept. But anyways... There are, like, a hundred kids, each with their own Aussie footballs, throwing them around, like, fake tackling each other. And some kid is, like, kicking the thing. And my friend's like, hey, can I try it? And the kid's like, sure. And first of all, these balls are flying around you. Every, yeah. like, I mean, there must be, like, hundreds of people there. If least. I were they... in my current state with my head trauma, I would be terrified. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because you don't want to be clocked in the head. But my friend lined up and tried to do the super kick. Missed miserably. Not even close. And these kids, they're, like, 12 years old, are just banging these things out like it's nothing. I mean, I don't know why they they have so much trouble finding field goal kickers. Just fucking go to Australia. Well, no, no.
1: I mean, that's my biggest connection to Australian rules football is um, the Chargers' longtime punter. Like back when I was like living in like like the best era of Charger fandom was an Australian rules football player who came to the U.S. to who play. Who was it? Um, Bennett, Darren Bennett,
0: Darren Bennett,
1: Darren Bennett. He played there for like years, and he was amazing, great punter, and he punted in this weird style that was sort of like more end-over-end punting, which I have to imagine it was just more of the Australian rules out. But it makes sense. Why, why are they not great at this? And then, you know, we were talking about this, I think, in – I think we pod, talked about this on the podcast. When, they, um, when the Tottenham players were visiting the NFL teams, they showed Harry Kane just nailing field goal kicks. Yeah. Like, just like they were nothing. Yeah. Kickers should be easy to find.
0: You're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, especially when we talk about the uh, LA Chargers dumpster fire, like, you know.
1: Oh, my God. The kickers. It's just crazy. 90% of the problem that they yeah.
0: had. Yeah. And the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks should have beaten my professional football team and lost because they had the former Charger. Or, no, no, no. The former Minnesota Viking, Blair <laughs> Walsh, he missed three kicks. Ugh. They lost the game by seven or something. Anyways, he continues. Obviously, the game, he's referring to the Super Bowl, was a disaster. Ugh brutal super bowl but i instantly fell in love with larry fitzgerald and he remains one of my favorite athletes this year to this day last year i traveled to arizona to watch a game it was oh, wow. against seattle and the final score after overtime was six to six <laughs> remember yeah, remember that that. including missed field goals from both teams that's right each team had a chip shot field goal to win i saw an extremely drunk seahawks fan belt her husband slash boyfriend in the face before the game Pfft. wow I had a great time. Despite all of this, the atmosphere was fantastic and the nearby Cardinals fans were really kind to me and invited me to go hunting. Wow.
1: That that sounds like Arizona. What
0: I'm saying is go to a fucking game, Dan. Some fun facts comparing the Cardinals to the Melbourne Demons. They're both the oldest clubs in their leagues. The Cardinals were established in 1898. The Demons in 1858. I have no idea if that's true or not. They both fucking suck. The cards have never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Demons haven't won the Grand Final since 1964, the longest drought in the AFL. They haven't played in the final since 2006, also the longest drought in the AFL. But that's how many teams are in that? I don't know. If their longest drought is they haven't played in the final since 12 years ago, right? There can't be that many teams. No.
1: Well, the most there could be is 24, right? Am I doing yeah. the math wrong? Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess one team. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, and they're both fairly small clubs. In summary, I support fucking loser teams, although it's pure chance that I picked the cards, they're the perfect teams to me. On to the podcast. I've been listening since September and have been on holiday in New Zealand the last week and raced through the final episodes while driving or hiking. Because fuck listening to nature. (laughs) That's good. I agree. I decided early on to record some thoughts for a long email at the end, as unfortunately I was too far behind to really participate on an episode-to-episode basis, which I would have enjoyed. Well... Sean's making up for lost time. This is going to serve as a little bit of a uh, roll back the clock. Recap. Recap. Okay, perfect. I'll definitely do that for season two. Joe picks a sandwich. (laughs) But here are his thoughts. Number one. And remember, this is like in a... He's just writing this in chronological order. Great. I'm in. My immediate reaction to the premise was that Joe had also left San Diego and appeared to have no comprehension of the irony. I enjoyed this very much.
1: Well, I mean, that's true. That's a very good
0: point, Sean. It's kind of a sick burn, Joe.
1: No. And in fact, I mean, it, it pointed out that in fact, the Chargers, by moving north, actually moved closer to me. Yeah. But I didn't move because San Diego wouldn't build me a house. Like, it might have been like San Diego City, build me a fucking house. And they were like, no. And they were like, fuck you. Well, I'm leaving.
0: Well, your, your wife was employed by the city or county or something near San Diego. And they weren't quite giving her the, the job opportunity that she wanted.
1: That's true. San not, Diego yeah. did
0: let your family down a little bit. They and did. then what did you do, Joe? You left. I left. Yeah, yeah. we
1: relocated yeah. to a city that was more friendly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, we Joe. lost
1: the ballot measure to keep, keep us there, and uh, we uh, headed out of town.
0: Yeah, that damn ballot measure, <laughs> like cutting education funding. All right. The entire Eagles Reddit saga, what, dicks? Air- oh, well, now in yeah. retrospect, they're loving life. The Eagles fans. Oh,
1: I can only hope they lose later. Yeah.
0: Arizona gets through. Yes, totally unexpected. But knowing that Carson Palmer was already sucking as the NFL season had started when I heard this episode made me worried that a lot of the reason they was that they might be good to watch this year. Wait, Arizona gets redacted? What the fuck, man? On reflection, this summed up my sporting fandom perfectly <laughs> and was a good decision by Joe. But still, it hurts.
1: Oh, poor Sean. I mean... <laughs> The, he must have been so excited when he got to the Cardinals episode. And then they make it through. And then he listens to the first five minutes of the next episode.
0: Uh, but it's it's the right move, Joe.
1: I mean, you know, what? he's really lucky that he didn't just jump to the playoffs after hearing his team. Yeah. I just, <laughs> where, are like, they? Where, where the fuck are they, yeah. uh, the Cardinals?
0: I mean, in positive for him, as we're recording this today, maybe he listens to it soon. The Cardinals just didn't. They won on, like, a 57-yard field goal. That was pretty fun. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, that was yeah, great. That was a a good kick too that was amazing yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: it's a great kick bobbert being a total dick when he got on the podcast yeah dan slowly realizing the monster he had helped create and rapidly losing interest and seeming to panic at the amount of his life which had been overtaken by this podcast
1: totally accurate
0: most episodes going 40 minutes before starting on that episode's team probably had something to do with that but we're keeping this one tight joe in and out surgical precision both of you guys probably being half-assed about your research wait i don't know <laughs> hey sean you try doing research <laughs> On the Bears episode, for example, neither of you knew the name of the head coach and couldn't even be bothered to look it up. Wait, uh, that's because somebody else did the research for that episode, and I didn't want to... I was just only doing it based on the research they gave me. Sean, at its core... It might have been superfan Sean, the other Sean. What we were doing... It was.
1: It was. And and he's a Packer fan, so he was motivated by spite. Um, You know, at its core, we were trying to take a scientific approach to this and we said for those four episodes our approach was to leave it to the fans if we had jumped in and done our own research we would have been violating the whole experiment definitely
0: definitely on to the playoffs obviously i would have voted arizona for the zombie team as the only other important poll fjords beats legs hands down thank you i loved all the important discussions like which bird is the best and if the panthers are even real all right now i'm going to use this time to bring up something that we talked about a lot the Fight between the bear and the Bengal tiger. Now, I was recently making somehow out of the blue a new friend, which is just weird because you don't really do that. And as it turns out, this guy is married to the zookeeper at the San Francisco Zoo, oh my God, who literally amazing. does the bear like area. Like she's a bear expert; she works with the bears, right. knows everything about the bears. I asked her this question, and she could be biased. She could be a little biased, but in the weird other thing, when I was meeting these people, I was also with another person who also was a zookeeper, but not at the San Francisco Zoo.
1: And not not the bear person. Not either. the bear person. So they are, are there just to, like, verify.
0: And okay. they were both in very solid agreement that the bear is a heavy favorite. They didn't rule out that the tiger could win. They yeah. said if the tiger makes, like, the right bite, but then they had to go through the bears. They said if we're polar bear, it's no chance. Polar bear just wins in the book because apparently the polar bear is the biggest bear. Then they, they have s-
1: crazy reach. Yeah, I mean they have like long but they just arms said the
0: bear's like, too big. Yeah. It's just it's just going to overwhelm the tiger. And then they they were they ended up debating the grizzly bear because they felt that the other bears were too small. The polar bear's too big. The grizzly bear is where it's like the grizzly bear is a heavy, heavy favorite, but maybe the tiger has a little bit of a chance.
1: Where but does a panda rank on that? Did, did you guys get that?
0: I think the pa- I think the panda is like the favorite food of tigers. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Uh, but I think basically on the podcast, I think we were going based on a Quora thing, and I think we felt it was like maybe the bear's slight favorite 50-50, but no.
1: Bear is like overwhelming favorite.
0: I think the way it, it was like 90%. Like, if the bear lands one blow, the bear wins, and the, the tiger has to get, like, the perfect bite. And it's just, it's bear country. So oh, that's
1: great. That's great to know.
0: I mean, it, in your bears' semi fandom, that helps know because I honestly, then I started thinking, yeah. well, wait, if the bear beats the tiger. The bear more or less beats
1: everything. Well, the, the
0: bear beats everything.
1: Hold on, hold on. I mean, a buccaneer still has a gun.
0: Yeah, well, okay, of, of the animal mascots. Like, the bear is the king of the animals.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, like, an eagle fighting a bear. Like, I don't know how a bear is going to take down an eagle. Yeah, wow. Well, the eagle could just, like, swoop into the in eagle. Can well, take no, I mean, it would have to be fairly persistent,
0: I imagine. <laughs> no, the, so the bear could be, the eagle could take out both the bear's eyes. The bear's still fine. Okay, what if,
1: what if, what if the eagle, because eagles are, like, smarmy, right? Yeah. What if the eagle just, just took the food out of the bear's hand right before it ate every single time. The bears, like, eventually oh, would starve to death.
0: The bear catches the salmon the eagle just swoops down and it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, it would take weeks. Because <laughs> don't you, don't, you probably don't get every bit of food. Because the bear could be like, oh, quickly. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Okay.
0: I think sometimes the bears catch the thing with their mouth. So then it's right. just eating and catching at the same time.
1: But eventually, the bear would weaken. Yeah. But Stop. they bears hibernate, though. They can handle oh, that's it. That's true. That's yeah. true. real... Maybe... Yeah. It's a real long game for the Eagles. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a
0: real a, long game. It's a real long game. I think the Eagles' strategy is and has always been avoid bears and then just live separate, independent lives. Yeah. And then leave everybody guessing who would win. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Both of them can 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 hold their head high saying thinking that they would win yeah. without yeah. ever having to know.
0: Yeah. I think Eagles are called the bears of the sky, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you really never know. But anyways... If we're talking about the land-based mascots, bears, totally. bears winning. Bears winning. And frankly, I don't even think if a bunch of the other animals teamed up against the bear, I think the bear still wins. I think the bear just, especially if we're talking polar bear, it's over.
1: Now what, off the top of your head, Dan, what, what do you think the weakest animal we
0: talked about was?
1: I don't know. I mean, it may actually be the cardinal. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> I mean, they're like tiny birds.
0: Yeah. I mean, the cardinal is, is just prey for everything. Everything. I mean, my cats could eat a cardinal. Yeah. And we know the eagle can eat a cardinal. We know a falcon can eat a cardinal. Or even if not eat it, kill it.
1: Right. I mean, the cardinal's not even big enough to eat. It's mostly gristle. You Just be killing it for
0: sport. Oh, my cats would love that. All right. Well, we've got the Detroit Lions. Oh, shit. I should have asked them lion versus bear.
1: I think we already established that tiger would beat lion because of speed. So I think that, that that's not relevant.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I mean, Raven. I think a Raven's bigger than a Cardinal. Yep. The a Buffalo, obviously. Uh, Bronco, we know. Colt. Yeah. It's got to be the Cardinal. Dolphin. Yeah. Dolphins are aggressive, man. Yeah. I think it's a Cardinal. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. Look, we're bring it right back to Sean. So Sorry, Sean. In addition to okay. his teams being fucking losers on the field, they're losers in the like animal kingdom as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Wow. The Cardinal was the state bird of Virginia growing up, though, so I have, like, some. They're beautiful birds. We can
1: all like Cardinals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But in a fight, they're bad. Although sometimes, Joe, I don't want to get, like, too crazy here, but I feel like sometimes birds, like, land on bears, and they're, like, picking, like, stuff out of the bear, and the bear's, like, cool with it. Right. So I think in that case, if it was, like, the bird... It, it, like, knows how to use its, like, stronger friends, and I feel like if an eagle was coming after the cardinal, the cardinal might, like, land on a bear, and then we might get that sort of bear-eagle fight.
1: But how the how the, how the the cardinal could beat the bear? I mean, I guess... Well, it can't
0: beat the bear. I'm well, just saying maybe no, it can
1: beat the eagle using the bear. But I think you're actually bringing up an interesting theory, Dan. So if if the cardinal... Well, you're saying the cardinal can befriend a bear. Yeah. Right? And then maybe the cardinal, because it's smart, brings the bear some poisonous berries. Oh. Bear eats
0: whatever, yeah, right. Because the eagle, the bear would be too scared of,
1: right? But 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 he trusts the lowly the, lo, the lowly cardinal. Yeah. What's he yeah. gonna do? Yeah, right. It's the little finger of the sky. Yeah. He's gonna find a way. He's gonna yeah. find a way.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not cut and dry. It's not yeah. cut and dry. Because when we talk about the human mascots, like the buccaneer is using a sword as a tool. You put a buccaneer versus a bear without the sword or the gun, the bear just eats it totally. like it's nothing totally. there. You give so, the
1: bear a sword and train it how to use it. Whew, that yeah. buccaneer is screwed.
0: So. The cardinal is using the bear as a tool, and it's like the eagle can't do that. It's too, Mm -hmm. you know, aggressive. The tiger can't do that. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's not so kind I'll actually ask if any birds have showed, like, the ability to befriend the bears at the bear cage.
1: And to poison other animals.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll ask if that's ever happened. Mm -hmm. Anyways, getting back to this. Okay. Zombie team. Fjordsby Lakes. I loved all the discussions. Oh, yeah, we did that. Broncos losing to the zombie team because a guy tried to bury himself with a stolen shovel is probably my favorite moment of the entire series. That was good.
1: Can I take just pause on that real quick and just say my favorite moment today was knowing we were we were recording tonight and watching to Talib get into a massive fight <laughs> yeah. on the field yeah. and knowing that that he had become the ongoing joke of the
0: uh of yeah. the team evil. Yeah, yeah. It is funny because they're like, oh, they were like getting into the fight the first time they played, and this just it was like the first thing in the game, they get into a massive also, fistfight. like didn't even also, build up. can
1: not say, this is bullshit. to Talib was punching someone while wearing his helmet when the other guy <laughs> wasn't. That's fucked up,
0: man. Well, the is a smart guy. <laughs> Keep it right, I guess yeah. so. That's how he gets paid the big bucks. He's seen what CTE does to people. He's not taking the helmet yeah, off. Yeah. Look, I know what CTE does. <laughs> he is bad. It's bad. Eagles beating the Bears immediately felt like a mistake to me, which Joe sort of acknowledged later it was, on. Bears seem to But if you were an Eagles fan, you're, you'd be flying so high, you'd be soaring like those Eagles fans are right now. It's true. It's true. One idea I had for a special playoff category was mascot v. mascot fight to the death. Wait, this is your idea? This is our idea, Sean. <laughs> The higher seed gets to pick either the weapon or the location of the battle, and the lower seed picks whichever is left. Oh oh, that's good. that would have led to some great hypothetical discussions. Like, for example like we just had were a raider armed with a pistol be able to defeat a panther in a jungle at nighttime, would a steel worker armed with a welding torch defeat a seahawk in the sky? Oh, oh my God, and what about the dolphin in the water? You put that bit ba- well, I think bears actually can swim <sighs> I mean almost
1: any well, yeah, I mean, the bears kill a lot of fish, yeah
0: yeah. yeah. And you give that cardinal those poison berries. Yeah. I mean, tigers can swim, too. Now, I will note to Superfan Sean, I actually only read the first paragraph of this email. So I, so this, is that, yeah, this is all a surprise. This is all a surprise. Panthers were a great choice as the winner. The keep-pounding story was awesome and showed a new fan base that is actively looking for traditions but wants them to occur. Naturally, Cam is the bomb. The logo is cool, and Bobbert doesn't support them. They are doing okay this year, too. Four and two as I write this. Hey. Hey,
1: look. Yeah. Even more true later on.
0: Boy, how is uh, Bobbert doing with his Packers?
1: You know, I haven't, I haven't even talked to him about the Packers. Yeah. I've been so busy gloating about how bad Newcastle is.
0: Yeah, I, I, his fantasy teams I don't think are doing so hot this year. Not in your league, oh, at goodness. Least. I love the inane chatter that dominated every episode. So finishing the grand finale with a discussion on helmets covered in hair, if Joe owned a team, seemed <laughs> fitting. <laughs> So to sum up an extremely long email, thanks very much for the hard work you guys, mostly Dan, put in. I enjoyed listening and learning something about each team. I'd love to play in the Fantasy League and join Pulling the Sidelines next season. Oh, you can join right now, and you'll be a 2X fancy person next season. And if either of you or any superfans find yourselves down in Melbourne, let me know, and we can go out for a fuzzy cola. I bought peach schnapps due to this podcast. Amazing drink.
1: It is. We, we just introduced someone else to it this weekend. Yeah, they it is loved an amazing
0: it. drink. They loved it. Wow. Keep pounding, superfan Sean.
1: I want Sean in the Fantasy League next year.
0: Wow. Well, we're, we're kicking some people out of the Fantasy team. Definitely. The Fantasy League. Okay. Uh, next email, Joe. From superfan David. Hi, Joe and Dan. David,
1: my arch nemesis.
0: I look forward to your mid-season extravaganza podcast. My podcast life is so much duller without you. Here are my questions and comments. Joe, would you be willing to drop all your players that play Sunday from your lineup? That already happened in the past.
1: And I'd like to announce that I beat him.
0: Well, Probably. it's not over Probably. yet.
1: Justin th- Tucker can't get 30 points.
0: He could get t- he, no. He's the only person who no, could I'm, do I'm it. Saying, I, I,
1: what I said will be true as long as he does not do that.
0: I mean, this, will, this podcast will be uploaded after... The matchup is done.
1: No, I'll laugh at Justin Tucker who yeah. kicked 17
0: goals. If Justin, <laughs> Justin Tucker... I think he only needs 23 to beat you. Justin Tucker can get 23 fantasy points. Okay,
1: you're right. You're right. I should be cocky.
0: All right. So he says, Superfan David, a.k.a. The Dischargers, say, I think it would only be fair after two close lucky wins in Week 9 and 10. Thanks. Pfft. No, seriously, I'm glad we both, most likely all three, make the playoffs. Ooh. Oof. I don't know. It's rough. It's Maybe. I need a couple more wins, but I need Jeremy Macklin to to be bad tomorrow. But this is no fantasy football talk, but we will use this opportunity to give a general uh, layout of the fantasy league for the people that did not join just to understand the fun that's going on. First, Joe, please explain the fact that a chat room exists and what goes on in the chat room every week.
1: Okay, first of all, this chat room is great. I didn't even know that Yahoo fantasy had a chat room function and yet in our league now anytime there's football on i know i can go to that chat room and chat with nfl fans from across the country from across the world actually uh talk to fans of the podcast we have like our inside jokes and it's, it's a very active chat room it's great i love it
0: yeah it's awesome so we've got our four divisions nfc south corner the Royal Tees, the research division, and Joe's division. Joe's division is between Superfan David and Joe this week. If you win this week, you win your division, you basically lock up the number one seed, which is shocking because, Joe, you're not not good good at at fantasy. You're not good at fantasy football. You are, I do the thing called the power rankings, which judges how good every team was if luck wasn't a factor. My team is number one and probably a pretty healthy margin. Your team is number two, which is very surprising.
1: I think doing the podcast this past year has actually made me better at fantasy.
0: Yeah, well, it's Sean's
1: showing. Sean's, like, recaps helped.
0: Yeah, and so if you win this week, you're going to be the number one seed. You're going to have the bye. Discharge is probably going to get a wild card. In the research division, Tony has just absolutely taken a stranglehold on the division. He's very likely to win, and very good team as well. Uh, in the... And in that division, we have Riley, who was really good, but is sort of falling off miserably. And hopefully we'll lose this week. Hopefully I will win this week. And then I will hop to the sixth spot, the second wild card. Then we've got an NFC South corner, this unbelievably close battle between the dude, who, as it turns out, is a Raiders fan, but is sort of like, you should have been an NFC South corner. But, you know, Mm, making these divisions was hard. Well, we made them before I picked. Yeah, Mm. that's true. And superfan Jeff, the music laureate, and they're it looks like they're both 7 and 4. They're both going to win this week and I don't think either of them will be will get a wild card. Uh I mean maybe, but basically I think there's going to next week they're not playing each other but one of those two is going to win and win the division or it's going to go down to the tiebreaker very close. And in the royalties division, it's Luke's losing team who is just crushing everybody. He's winning this week. The win this week locks up the division, so he will be uh, in the playoffs. So it's going to be Superfan Luke, who's locked up his playoff spot this week. You, as long as Justin Tucker doesn't get 23 points, lock up your playoff spot. Superfan Tony hasn't officially locked it up, but with his huge point total this week, he has all but locked it up. If Riley loses and I win, then I'll probably slip into that second wild card. And it's... uh, going to be good stuff
1: and the playoffs are gonna be great i mean these are all good teams too i mean having the two quarterbacks with the utility is so key anyone who well first of all anyone who auto drafted was totally yeah and anyone who just ended up with either one qb or no qb was just dead
0: and we figured out for next season because it was really fun to have the one util slot but next season we're just going to do the seven util slots right that's
1: yeah, the plan. Yes, 100%.
0: Because I'm annoyed now that like I have my two quarterbacks who are great, and then because I spent all my money on them and because all my other players stink, I've got like three like this week in fantasy. I had two players get 0 and one get 1.2. Like it, they all played in the games because the drag yeah. you really are going for scraps when like one of your star players gets hurt. Also
1: the all utility is 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 interesting because you know, you get down to a certain number of players. You're obviously well. I mean, you could try, but you're not going to be able to buy seven quarterbacks because yeah.
0: it's auction, right? You, I mean, quarterbacks should be going for like eighty dollars. Right, right. You may be able to, buy or maybe even two more, or three. Tom whatever. Brady might should right. go for one hundred thirty dollars. Right. I don't know, right?
1: So beyond that point, you start to say, well, look, it might be, Justin Tucker might be worth the top seven. He, he might be the only kicker that is, or whatever, right? You know, so there's actually
0: as long as he doesn't get twenty three points, Joe. Oh my god, don't even
1: okay. Uh, but it, it's it's pure strategy. There's no barriers yeah. of like, I oh, this person's on a bye, but I still need a tight end. Like, whatever. You don't want a tight end? No tight ends.
0: And we are going to... Yahoo does not support this. So I'm going to email Yahoo and get them to support this, or we're going to switch to another league that does support this.
1: You need to have a chat room, though. We got to figure that out,
0: too. Yeah, and these, Well, I don't know what we're going to do. Because right now with Yahoo, we can do the quarterback, wide receiver, running back, or tight end. We can't... They don't have the anything slot which is really annoying because i think if you want to play seven defenses play seven defenses absolutely if you want obviously nobody's going to be able to have seven quarterbacks but one of the most fun parts about this league is that anytime i see any news on monday and tuesday like about quarterback injuries or something, there is like the average number of minutes that go by before the backup quarterback that like gets promoted to the active one if they're already not on somebody's team just hoping for that it's like five minutes because uh, any quarterback in this league so valuable. Like Tom Savage is valuable in this league just because a mediocre quarterback or a bad quarterback puts up more points than like all but the best star players.
1: So now there was one other idea that came up in the league. And I don't know if you saw this. Did you see? I think it was Carson's idea.
0: I don't know. Maybe. What was it?
1: Instead of it being us all, every man out for himself, man or woman, it would be Dan versus Joe. And we would draft The players in the league so i would have a team of nine other people and you would have a team of nine other people oh man yeah wow and we would draft them so i would say well i want i want riley to be on i want riley's team to be on my team wow right
0: wow are you saying that are you saying that because we're one and two in the power rankings and we're just too good people can't actually compete with us
1: and then we my 10 people we are our own team
0: Wait, wait. Are you also in the league? Are we also in the league?
1: We could, we could, we could be in the league, or we could be like the coaches,
0: right? But, but I want to be in the league, right?
1: No, I know. I think we would be in the league too. Yeah, of course, we're in the
0: league. So I can just go to my whole team and talk draft strategy. Absolutely, talk draft strategy.
1: Now, I don't think I haven't conceptualized. Oh no, yeah. I think it was Carson today. Because we talked I mean, about we this could just make a bet person. about it, right? We
0: could do that. Wait, right? or we could draft could the teams after – we could pick the teams after the draft.
1: No, no, no. I think you pick them before because part okay. of it is – Now, I mean I think you have to make certain rules about trading within your block of teams because that would be oh. kind of weird. But maybe maybe what we do is it's a side bet
0: yeah, for yeah. next season.
1: Yeah, So it's not – so the league people should still be playing for themselves. But it's a side bet of any time one of my 10 is playing one of your 10, that goes oh. – Towards the standings. Yeah, sure. All I'll right. bet on anything. And all speaking
0: right. of which, all right. So, superfan David, we're going to come back to you. We, we've, he's got more in his email, but we'll take a brief, brief little. Uh, what's the word? Concussion problem. <laughs> what is detour. it? Detour. Yeah. Okay.
1: You were doing the detour hand motion. <laughs> no. I know. You meant. <laughs> well,
0: I'm at the point where I'm sort of visualizing the words, but like the they can't come up. Yeah. Superfan Jay, short but sweet. Oh man, this bet. Who would have thought? This is the darkest timeline. It is literally impossible for the Saints to go 7-9, and nine, although they did lose today. The world is broken. I am broken. He-, he sent this email three days ago, so he didn't know the Saints were going to lose today. The world is broken. I am broken. I'm also drunk and not really wish I could come up with something better for this episode. I don't know if that's my concussion talking or his email talking, but he finishes, fuck the Saints, superfan Jay. What bet is he talking about, Joe? And what are the standings of this bet?
1: So if you recall, listeners, uh, the bet was between Jeff and Jay originally, it was their regular season teams, the team that they root for, the Saints for Jeff and the Falcons for Jay. Those two teams' records plus Jeff and Jay's respective records in the Fantasy League and whoever would have a better record in the end, more wins in the end.
0: All right. So what are the standings? I asked to
1: join that bet. So I'm. I'm That's part of true. It now. As you, so I'm as when it. you
0: picked the Panthers, right. you became an honorary member of NFC We're South. Of corner. So,
1: okay. So the Saints are eight and three. The Falcons are seven and four. The Panthers are eight and three. So very, very close. close. Very close. Okay, Jeff in fantasy is eight and four. Oh, so he has sixteen wins total.
0: Okay. Joe is ten y- and two. You, me. You're not ten and two yet. Oh, you're counting the games of I'm our- counting the games. You're assuming Justin Tucker is going to score yes. twenty two or and less. And Jeff beat Jay this week. Oh, wow. so that was a double. win That was win a for huge him. game.
1: Uh, so so Joe, if I win this week, we'll have eighteen total wins. Okay. Jay is three and eight in the fantasy league, so he only has eleven total wins.
0: Yeah. So uh, so I figured this out. So this is the darkest timeline for him.
1: So I did the math, and there's only one fantasy game left, and five. Regular season NFL. Well, there's
0: really two left because you're already giving yourself points based on. We're assuming
1: this game's already over because the Jeff Jay game's already over. All right. They have no more players playing.
0: Wait, if it doesn't happen, we'll just dub in a whole different bid here. That's
1: right. Uh, So that's six total games. So unfortunately, Jay is eliminated.
0: He cannot beat my 18. Joe was going to be winning, but Justin Tucker's historic performance kicks six 50 yard field goals. If
1: Justin, if, if I win, if I win on Monday Football tomorrow, Jay's out.
0: Oh no. He's done. Darkest and then it's just timeline. Between
1: Jeff and I. Wow. Me with 18 wins. Him with 16 wins. So anything can happen.
0: All right. It's very close. All right. Back to superfan David. Now, talked about the fantasy league. We've talked about the darkest timeline for Jay. And I would say a pretty bright timeline though. It's not that bad. I mean, uh, it's I mean, bad for his fantasy team, but he's team seven and four. The Falcons have looked pretty good, especially as of recently. Yeah. Two. After watching more than half the season, would you rate the top 10 teams any differently on question number 10, style of play? So, basically, what teams have you been watching this year that you've really been liking?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit already. I mean, I think I think Houston, for sure. Like, like I think Watson just changes the game for them. Yeah. Like he's just, he was really fun to he's watch. He's just fun to watch, and he's great to watch. And, you know, I think – so, I think um, – They have gone up in terms of style of play. I think the Raiders have gone way down in terms of style of play. Like, I really thought I liked their style, but they've just been ugly to watch. And then, you know, it it just seems like there have been a lot of teams that just can't get anything going on offense. Like, I mean, Kansas City today was just terrible. Watching those games, I mean, you know, the Seahawks are a great example. The the, the Seahawks style of play has been just terrible on offense.
0: Yeah, I'm going down the list now. I've, I've pulled up the stats. So you had ranked the top style of play Patriots.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Still good. Number still two, good. Packers.
1: Well, I mean, if Aaron Ro- when Aaron Rodgers was playing, yeah,
0: yeah. Sure. So, so it's a yeah. long term thing that really Absolutely. hasn't changed. Number three, Cowboys. No, I
1: yeah. mean the Cowboys are proving to a not be as good as we thought they were, and also b, I mean, the teams lose running backs all the time. Yeah. Whether it's suspension or injury or whatever, yeah, you, team can't crumble when that happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, if <laughs> that is. But
1: Seahawks. Yeah no that's not, yeah see I think that Bengals was, was wrong
0: oh Bengals that that was a generous score for Tony they have not been a very exciting style. Of I mean play I don't
1: want to like break Tony's heart. I don't think I've watched a second of Bengal football this year.
0: Oh, <laughs> you you missed a good AJ Green fight. What a oh, fight! Oh, oh, I, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, Raiders.
1: Yeah, not good.
0: Bills, Steelers, Falcons, okay, so Panthers. Rams, you had third from the lap, oh my God. third from the bottom.
1: Yeah, see, great style of play.
0: Yeah, but the rest seemed about right. Forty ers I mean, they they played a, a series of close games, but you know, we watched them today. You're watching a backup quarterback play mediocrely.
1: Hey, once Garoppolo's in, though,
0: yeah, it's a well, whole who knows. Game. Who knows? I mean, they're two or three years from now, like their young core. They've actually done what the Jets should have done. They have a team with young players right. who are getting That's experience. It. They Maybe have a quarterback for the future who maybe is good, and they're tanking. So they're going to get a great draft pick. I mean, they're not tanking intentionally, but they're but losing. Yeah. The Browns, you had second to worst. Yeah. Good choice. Accurate. The Jets. Oh, look at this. Jaguars. That's probably about right. But Vikings and Eagles towards the bottom. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wrong on those. And then whatever. Then the mediocre, mediocre middle, you were, you were about right with. Question number three. No midseason extravaganza would be complete without Super Bowl predictions. Joe, what do you got? Who, who do you think is going to win the NFC? Who's going to win the AFC? Who's your Super Bowl winner? I don't think it's a question.
1: I think it's going to be Patriots versus
0: Panthers. I think Panthers are going to win. Wow. I
1: think it's to be a replay. Redemption.
0: I'm going to go with Patriots versus Eagles. I think Carson Wentz is playing really well. And those two teams also have the highest record in their respect. Yeah, really, you're really
1: going out on a limb there, aren't you?
0: <laughs> and I'm going to say, as much as it pains me, I think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I Ugh. honestly, I, I Carson, would
1: hate I would hate that.
0: If the Super Bowl were Patriots Eagles, I would really I don't know who to root for. I hate them both. I would probably because the thing is, this year I have Tom Brady and Brandon Cooks in our the Joe Picks fantasy league. So whenever I tune on the game, tune in the games, I'm like. Rooting for Tom Brady and yeah. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. It's tough.
1: Yeah. So we both agree on the on the Patriots from the AFC.
0: For yeah. sure. Right. They're so good. Um,
1: I think the Vikings could be interesting, too. And yeah. it's in Minnesota.
0: The problem is they have this weird quarterback conundrum where I don't... It's not like... Like, Teddy Bridgewater's waiting in the wings and Case Keenum. But how Keenum. many... But,
1: but teams win the Super Bowl all the time with, with unsettled quarterback? I mean, look at... Peyton Manning was, like, the worst quarterback at, at, at like, the worst point in his career, and they won.
0: It's just, I saw Case Keenum play, and it was just, like, against the Washington Football Club. He was just, like, the greatest quarterback in history for two and a half quarters. And then he just threw the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Like, he could not, he couldn't have more than, he could have handed it to the defender, and it would have been, like, less likely. Whatever. Just use a, pretend that wasn't a concussion (laughs) it made any sense. All right, finishing it off, number four, Superfan fan David. As a former Discharger's straight, oh, he says straight bolt, but it was stray bolt. Straight bolt. Okay. But maybe yeah. I <laughs> mispronounced it this whole time. Maybe, no, I don't think straight bolt makes sense.
1: Well, except that like a bolt is kind of zigzaggy. Oh. So if were a straight bolt, it's like we're.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah, we're not bolts, we're just straight bolts. We're that just, works.
0: Yeah. That works. Or a San Diego, I joined you on your path to a new team. However, I went with the obvious choice of my hometown, Philadelphia. Oh. Fortunate timing. Fly, Eagles, fly. Wow.
1: Wow. I hope they welcomed him into the Reddit forum more
0: than they did me. Yeah. <laughs> I Probably. He's from there. Yeah. And I, I might have done, since this is my first year doing a football podcast, I've never made a pick before. So, at the end of this season, I'm either going to be like the great picker who my pick is always right... Or I'm the person where my pick is a curse and it's always wrong. I
1: mean, you pick the two best teams right now. Like, I mean, no one's going to give you credit if they both win.
0: Well, they both can't win. If
1: they both make it to the Super Bowl.
0: I have picked the Eagles. So at the end of the season, I am either the great prognosticator or I, I have the curse. Have the you done it curse. before the season? All right, whatever. Anyways, Superfan Tony, the great Superfan Tony, comes in with our final email. Which is going to be the prelude to our big announcement. Super Fantoni's not in on it, though. Super okay. doesn't know what's going to happen, starting with this email. But I'm sure listening to it right now, he's he's peaked. So he
1: is a great prognosticator, then, is what you're saying. He might be. Okay.
0: I'm guessing you're going to record over the weekend. He's already one for one.
1: Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> Who does he think is going to win the Super Bowl?
0: <laughs> I have some general thoughts. Okay. He might actually write it in here. I have not read this yet, so I I can only guess what's in here. The Joe Picks decision process. I know that as Americans, we love brackets and that every reality TV show builds a drama towards a one-on-one showdown, but the breadth of the show felt like it didn't benefit from the binary choice at the end. With a decision as broad as picking an NFL team, I feel like the shades of comparisons were what made it interesting, and you lose that when you're picking just Two, it almost felt like Joe got pigeonholed into choosing the Panthers. Oh. Where for some other, other most important criteria, it could have gone a different way with four teams and Riley's decision matrix. Yeah. Hope he is happy with Smarmy McCaffrey.
1: Oh, I am. I am. But I do, I do agree that, that the format of the final could have been four teams. And it would have been interesting to like be doing head, sort of like a head-to-head with four Head to head to head. To yeah. Head? Right. Yeah. The reason why I'm not too worried about it is I don't think the result would have been any different looking at the top four had they all been together. But uh-huh. it's a point we'll take it.
0: I mean, the way the season has worked out, honestly, you picked a great team. Yeah. Like, you're the great prognosticator. Although we did actually see a couple weeks first. <laughs> but <laughs> we whatever. We did. That was part of the process. The Joe Picks Fantasy League. Unbelievable. You got 20 people, although I think one of them has never <laughs> logged in. Leia's legit team is. Not A uh, misnomer.
1: Not good. It's going to be Sean's legit team next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, there's, hey, gonna, there's right. a wait Sean. list. Okay. You get 20 people who have invested 40 plus hours into a pod and the connection level of interest is off the charts. I do research about computer-mediated communication and much of the earliest work has been about how people can develop strong social bonds over CMC, computer-mediated communication, despite limited cues because people make social connections and overvalue the cues that they do have, screen name, text, etc., I don't know what he's saying here. Are we overvaluing? I think it's great. The League is one of the first that I've seen that merges what colors would call a parasocial relationship, developing ties with media personas like the pod with a strong CMC outlet. Yeah. The Fantasy League chat. It has been incredible. Maybe this should be my next research study. Wow. So we we could be part
1: of a published study.
0: Doctor, Dr. Joe. Did that make me a doctor? You get a PhD. That's, that, that's it? That's all I have to do? I think you get the honorary one. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll you, take you it. have to give a speech or something. Oh Gladly. We're professionals, gladly. Joe. We can do this, no problem. <laughs> the NFL in general, it really sucks this year for so many reasons. Everyone injured, mediocre teams, concussions, Thursday night games, too many games, the Chargers, bad kicking, bad offensive line play, blowouts, random court injunctions, stupid political conversations. Oh, yeah forgot about the kneeling thing or was that happening when we were doing the podcast
1: no 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 no. that was post podcast it's
0: incredible stupid grudges between jerry jones and Goodell, etc joe poznanski has been doing a blog where he just follows the browns and no other nfl team and while that is in and of itself super depressing he seems to be better off for it i may end up going the same way and picking a soccer team Hmm, interesting. interesting fantasy football in general I think the way things are going, fantasy football would be better off if people could draft the QB slot like we do the defensive and special team slot. Think about the sheer number of QBs that have taken snaps this year and are now out for the season, over under 50. Also, get rid of kickers. At the point where randomness far outpaces skill, what is the point? Just put in another running back slot. Well, it's all going to be util slots. So that even the backs that are splitting carries can contribute. There's more skill in that than picking the kickers. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I mean... What Tony, I mean, I mentioned on the podcast, I am in a league where we just drafted the entire teams. And the fantasy league is really funny because, like, when trades happen, you have to, like, drop the player that was, like, traded so that the oh, other no. team can pick it up. But it is an interesting idea. We could do, so that draft was just picking entire teams. We could do a draft that was just Patriots quarterback, Patriots running backs, whatever. And then in Yahoo, oh, when, interesting. and I it's like just it. the same yeah. thing, like, yeah. when your team. Um, we just, you just you drop it, it or whatever. And it's easy to see. Cause it's like, it has a thing that league has actually been really fun. And, and then it, there actually still is challenge to it because what Tony is saying is like, you, you just play like dolphins quarterback, but in actuality in the league, I've got two teams. I've got a pick between the teams. Like this week, do I want to play more? Cause my teams happen to be the lions and the Washington football club. Do I want to play three? Cause there are like four wide receivers. So do I want to play three? Washington wide receivers because they have an easy matchup, or do I want to split two and and which ones? So we could do it where you've got the Patriots QBs, but you, if Tom Brady gets hurt after like the first quarter, like you don't get to sub in. Fine.
1: Yeah. 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 Could be fun. That's super interesting. Let me think about it. That's an interesting one. I mean, what I think about, let's say that I had the Carolina running backs. Yeah. I would get points for Jonathan Stewart when he did something, but also get points for. McCaffrey, when I mean, he did something,
0: is that right? I mean, what we could do is but you we get could, points for all the Carolina running well, backs. What we could do is make it if you wanted to get it all of them, we right. could make it fifty, like twenty util slots, right. so each person could just play everybody, play all three quarterbacks, all five running backs, whatever. Or we could do it where there were like six util slots because in the all util slots, it's actually really interesting because you'd have to choose which six of the players you wanted to play, and then you get the defense. And then you, like, defense stays the same. Kicker stays the same, although Tony is anti-kicker. But Tony's missing the whole point. Of course, it's not skill invariance. It's all skill invariance. Is it more skill for one running back to get the one-yard touchdown than another running back? Like, the kicker is fun because the kicker, you're, like, rooting for the team driving. Right. But then you're rooting against the team once they get to exactly (laughs) the 30-yard line. Exactly right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, that's... It's interesting because I imagine you would end up looking at different stats, right? Instead of, like... Like you might say, well, I really like Ezekiel Elliott, but he he gets all the yards, right? So yeah. there might be another team where you say, well, even though this running back is less valuable on his own, because I'm taking the I don't know the. The Browns running back, like the the team of Browns, they, they usually get a, a fair number and, and they tend to run it in a lot or
0: whatever. I mean, but, we see this with the Panthers today. Like Jonathan Stewart is getting goal line carries, but McCaffrey is the one who normally right. gets the most points. And you're not
1: really stressed but, out about it at that point. Yeah, it's, like, well, I have it's so
0: annoying back. when you have McCa- like the, he, McCaffrey get tackled the one yard line and then you're like, oh, crap. Right, Jonathan. That,
1: that's a good idea, but, but we'll think about it. Yeah,
0: And he finishes discharger, still an objectively terrible name. When shaking, dischargers can both be a verb, running away from Harvey Weinstein, a noun. Does this make sense? And I just don't understand this in my concussion.
1: We'll read the whole thing.
0: When shaking, dischargers can be both a verb, running away from Harvey Weinstein, a noun, Louis C.K., and a skinhead band with a hit album called Our Hate Is Justified, You Gotta Disavow. Oh, okay. So the name of the band is Shaking Dischargers. I see what he's saying. Okay, (laughs) I get it now. It's all based on the name of the band. Shaking Dischargers. Shaking Dischargers is a band. It's definitely Louis C.K. Yes. And running away from Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's a a bit of a street. (laughs) A bit of a reach. (laughs) Sometimes when you're concussed, you just say words backwards. (laughs) You got to disavow. Joe, are we disavowing the term Dischargers?
1: I think Dischargers is verbal wildfire. It's spreading. And... Wait, wait. Everyone
0: likes dischargers. We came up with the term dischargers. Yep. Or we didn't come up with it. Your sister came up with right. it. We avowed the term before we, I didn't know anything about Harvey Weinstein, nor no. did I know anything about Louis C.K. No, no, I don't think they should get to take away our thing.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, if anything, people should be saying to them, oh, that's like that podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just like the McAdoo and the McAdone. <laughs> We don't get any credit. The Chargers is sticking
1: around. When the Bengals leave Cincinnati, God forbid, you can name the ex-Bengal fans,
0: Yeah, Tony. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Much like Marvin Lewis.
1: I try to think of a name right off the top of my head. Yeah. It's, it's
0: too hard. I definitely couldn't in my state. <laughs> All right, Joe. This podcast was designed to be a surgical in-and-out podcast. I think we have been. What, what are we at? No. We're... 20
1: minutes tops? Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's no way I can edit this down to any reasonable length. So, Joe, what's our real announcement? The real announcement. What? And and wow, Tony, the great prognosticator, he had. <gasps> he's good. He there was... were there was a couple things in there that are really foreseeing the future. He he's like that guy who wrote. Was that that? um Nostradamus, Nostradamus who yeah. wrote all the things and then people like parse it to like say he predicted everything. This
1: email, that whole shaking discharges thing is going to be studied for decades.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz Tony made, mentioned two things. He mentioned first the decision process, and to my defense I would say Tony is our first podcast, yep. our, especially our first yep. time making a decision like this. Yep. What are how how are we going to know how it's going to work? We just got to do it. And you know, by the time we finished, it was already the season had started. So we did the best we could. And Tony also made a, another point in there that's interesting, Joe. And I don't know. Do, well, before we make the big announcement, let's just say the Joe Picks an NFL team podcast started out of a real problem in your life.
1: Right. We, we, we did not approach it like we want to do a podcast. What's a problem? Yes. Right. Yes. As we discussed,
0: we're like, oh, this is... This makes sense. This makes sense. And, and it this just a, felt it felt like a fit. We if, weren't
1: if nothing was forced about it.
0: Nothing it, it was a real process yes. that has had real ramifications Absolutely. in your life, in your the fan in the team you root for, and as a real life obviously in the community we created. But that was an We didn't try to create something. We just wanted to help you choose something. Absolutely. Well, Joe, if I get in my time machine and go back to the week of October 9th, Three events happened in my life. Number one, my baseball team, the Washington Nationals, was eliminated from the Major League postseason in brutal, Charger, Washington fashion, as they always are. As
1: they want to do. Yeah.
0: That very same night, I was run over by a taxi. Which you can't talk
1: about because of petting. pending litigation. Pending litigation.
0: <laughs> I am, that, that is my, uh, my side of the story. And another event happened that week, Joe, earlier in the week, that was the worst of all three of The worst of all of them
1: are, and I say are is both you and I, Dan, beloved U.S. men's national team was eliminated from contention for the World Cup Finals in 2018.
0: In? Embarrassingly. Not embarrassing. Heartbreaking. They were... Losing the whole game, but it didn't matter because the other two teams that needed to win... win, And they were playing
1: better opponents.
0: They're playing, and then they all lost at the end. Within
1: the same five-minute span.
0: It it was unbelievable. I mean, you was like watching a slow-motion car crash. And look, we don't need to get into the many hours of time. Listen to the Men and Blazers podcast about it. It's wonderful. If not, well, if also heartbreaking. But... Something came out of this, Joe, which is a very real problem that now both you and I have.
1: That Dan and I both love World Cup soccer. Probably, I mean, do you love World Cup soccer more than the NFL?
0: The, the three or the four World Cup games, I got to the bar two hours early. The bar always sold out. I right. had all my gear on. I own more U.S. men's national team gear than anything. Right. I go to went to every game re- religiously. It was awesome.
1: My favorite sporting event, period, without any qualifications, is the World Cup.
0: Yeah. If the World Cup was ever in the United States, I would go to whatever the West Coast. If it's San Francisco, obviously. If it's LA, I would go to it. Absolutely.
1: Not even a question. Oh,
0: Seattle, of course. They would host the game. Well, come up here. We'll watch it together.
1: Well, FIFA's too corrupt. We're never going to host the World Cup. But whatever. We don't have a team to root for in the World Cup.
0: We don't have a team. What do we do when we don't have a team? We are announcing... Season two of the Joe Picks series, Joe Picks, a World Cup team.
1: I'm pausing for dramatic effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was huge. (laughs) But you should edit that out. (laughs) I hope everybody was sitting down when they heard that. So, Joe, we've got a a framework for how this is going to go, but...
1: Well, and and I will just say two interesting things. One, this is going to be a little bit different. Yes. First of all... We're not talking about becoming fans of new team. We are talking about becoming a fan of a new team, but we're not talking about a permanent fandom. Yes, like we were with the NFL. We are talking specifically about what team to root for in the in the 2018 World Cup, which makes it just a different question altogether. Yeah,
0: like I, when the U.S. men's national team when qualifying starts for the 22 World Cup, I'm going to be watching it.
1: But that doesn't make the the question any less relevant.
0: Yeah, because. I'm going to watch every World Cup game that I can watch anyways, Completely. and I, I would love to go into it. It's not going to be the same no. in the way that I think you are trying to replace your Charger fandom with a Panther fandom that might grow One day be... as the same. Right. I'll never feel about this team, but I would like to go into it, have a team, be excited about the group they're in, be excited about the matchups, be excited about everything, and root for them the whole way.
1: Right. The other thing that I would say that is different about this, and we'll address how this dynamic works is that you and I are now in the same boat. Yeah. You're also searching for a team. I am. I don't think that the overall dynamic is going to change all that much in the format of the uh, of the podcast, but it will be a new wrinkle, which will be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, Joe, you've got a few categories much up.
1: like much like Joe picks an NFL team. We have 12 categories that we've thought up.
0: Yeah. But what I will say, the difference between The last podcast in this one is we already have a community of people and we haven't... I I wouldn't say this is final. Not at all. It's close to final. Close to final. We've got the framework. We understand the general thought. But for the first time, you, we want to hear your feedback. Just as Tony, the great prognosticator, in his email made an important thing about the playoff format. Right. That's an interesting thought. Right. And when we come up with the playoff format for this... We might tweak it a little bit. We have, you know, so many things sync up. There are 32 NFL teams. There are 32 World Cup teams. There are divisions in NFL. There are going to be groups in the World Cup. So there's so much is the same. But at the same time, we want to hear suggestions. Because last time, Joe and I sort of brainstormed this together. And if you've got good ideas, we want to hear them.
1: Category number one. The team cannot be too good or too bad.
0: Sounds Sounds familiar. familiar.
1: And this, we're going to get, it. you know, I think a lot into like, just like we did with Super Bowl history and odds. This will be the same. Yeah. World Cup history. What would it mean to this team to win the World Cup? Obviously, yeah. it's massive for any country. Yeah. But, you know, maybe Germany winning it is less important than other yeah. countries. Okay. Absolutely. Rate the group. Yeah. Also sounds familiar, but it's right there. Uh, this one's new and different. Path to qualification. We think that's so interesting. Like how a team got there. What was their history? Was it a really tough qualification, or did they just breeze through? Yeah, uh, their federation top player to watch. Yeah, in the World Cup, and this one is not just who's the best player on the team, but like maybe who's the up and comer who 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 might be making a splash. Maybe it's the the player who plays for the Spurs because we both like Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, yeah. Okay, history with the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, should we hate them? Are we going to have to go back to hating them after the World Cup?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I hate Germany because of I what mean, they did to us.
1: Belgium just,
0: just beat beat us. us. Yeah. yeah. But they did really stink that game. So like right. they gave us a chance. Right, right. That was actually kind of nice. That was more there. our fault than yeah. their fault.
1: Uh okay. Uh fan culture and chants. Yeah. Every team has a chant, song. Like, it's not just a was-
0: team. That's the fun thing about the- it's a country. It's a country.
1: Right. Absolutely. Okay. Speaking of country, who is the nation's biggest celebrity? Yeah. I will say this should not be a player on the team. Like, obviously, Portugal's biggest celebrity is Ronaldo. That doesn't count. Uh, rate the system of government slash head of state. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. That's like that's like rating the owner a it's little gonna bit. Be, right? It's going
0: to be very fun because yeah. there's like, what, Saudi Arabia's in the World Cup? Who knows what their system of government's going to be by the time we do that episode? Right.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, History of atrocities against the Jews. Now, now that's a bit of a self-interest. That's like that's like replacing the is the team evil category. Now, as I workshop, this already has been pointed out to me. We maybe should include other genocide.
0: Yeah, I don't think you should have the word Jews somewhere in the podcast. Just say, you know, yeah, history of atrocities or something.
1: Okay. See we're already this is already a good yeah. good brainstorming session. We okay
0: Joe, no, we wanna grow the fan base. And look, our other one was a little Jew friendly in terms of the way you looked at owners and stuff. That's true. Which is fine. We're both right. Jews. Right. But and we're not gonna be taking a Christmas break like all those other lazy podcasts. In fact, we're gonna be the opposite. We're gonna podcast more. <laughs>
1: gonna so, tons daily. of podcasts. Uh, but well, you and 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 I don't want to um, you know be ranking atrocity. Let's just let's just say any atrocity. Yeah. We've already changed it. Okay, that might be
0: the dud category of the group, Joe.
1: No, I love it. Okay. It's, it's the same as, as the Teen Evil. You know, we're what's going to be the Akeeb Talib yeah. of this category?
0: Yeah, <laughs> who could it be, Joe? It's the Germans, okay. so Let's be honest. Okay,
1: uh, <laughs> um, rate the national anthem. I'm so
0: excited oh, for this one. That's going to be awesome. And I'm
1: telling you, Dan, I don't want to just get into like the melody. I want to find out the deep meaning of this national anthem. Who wrote it? What the fuck are they saying? Like, you know, I mean...
0: That's going to be exciting. I love that.
1: Tell you, that's a sleeper pick for best category.
0: It is fun because you, when you're at the World Cup and they watch it, you know, they do, They do. there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. And it is fun because you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell is this? Right. Rate the kit. Rate the jersey. Oh, absolutely. It's
1: sort of a little bit in there of rate the flag. And like, you know, if there's like a mascot associated like I know like you know England has the three lions I mean three lions three lions could definitely beat a tiger or a bear in a fight
0: I, I mean that's sort of unfair
1: <laughs> well I mean look that's what their mascot it's not just one lion; it's specifically three lions yeah um, and then of course rate the drink yeah anyway think of how many international drinks well I'm gonna drink and you're gonna be like drinking kombucha while I drink it
0: hey I will be drinking I just can't drink right now due to my head injury Joe <laughs> yeah you're not drinking anything either right now I just had a coffee. All right. All
1: right. So those are the 12 categories.
0: Joe, I love it. I'm very excited. And uh, so here's our, a little twist. So one thing about the podcast that I found quite annoying and pretty devastating to my life was doing all the research. So when we got to the end and we really needed to rush to get them out, there was this really exciting moment where people did the research. And I didn't do anything. I just took whatever they gave me. Some were better than others. Riley's was the best. But, <laughs> I mean, it I mean, yeah. wasn't even close. No. But so we were like, oh, if some of the super fans want to get involved, we should let them get involved. Like, they should do countries. But then we thought, well, the problem, as was pointed out by Superfan Sean, about the research by the other Superfan Sean, he didn't mention the coach of the Chicago Bears. It was very inconsistent. So right. I feel like, you know, the first Super Fan Sean—well, I guess really the second one—was upset at our lack of understanding of the first Super Fan Sean's research that he gave us. But that's because it was inconsistent. Sean on Sean violence, it's yeah, terrible. Sean on Sean violence. I mean, look, that that happens. I like guess not NFC South <laughs> corner, but but this time, Joe, you have an idea to let fans help us with the research, but also maintain consistency. What is it?
1: Well, what we would like is for fans to adopt a category. I love that. So rather than, you know, I know we have several international fans who would love to say, I'll take Germany, I'll take Australia, whatever. And that would, and, and believe me, we want the feedback. We're not saying to not give the feedback. We want it. We need that. Um, but what would be great is if someone could say, I'm going to take all the research for path to qualification and I'm going to send you... Thirty-two. Wait,
0: that's the easiest one for me. Okay, do like celebrity or something like that's the one that's hard.
1: National celebrity, and I promise if you pick thirty-two, or system of
0: government, that's a great one.
1: And our scientific method will be whatever research you supply. That's that's what we're. Right, maybe it'd be nice to know your methodology. Like, did you get it? You know,
0: yeah, we'd like you to have a consistent methodology. Right,
1: right, but um, we think that's going to produce really
0: interesting results. Yeah. Because one thing we liked about the other podcast, especially when we were doing the research before, I was doing the research and was sort of presenting it to Joe. But in some sense, both Joe and I are going to be learning a lot in this podcast. And the more research that comes from you guys and still what's like pick a celebrity like it. It's so arbitrary, but at the same time, it's so interesting. Right. And so like if somebody just picks celebrities, use whatever methodology you want. I don't care, but it should be consistent. You know. Do a good job with it. It'll just be fun for us to to think about the country in the lens of that celebrity. But it's not like I'm not trying to, like, create something for Joe to, that Joe may, may or not like. Like when we use the slideshow in the playoffs. And, you know, just there's so many. Like the drinks. Like, why doesn't somebody come up with the drinks for all 32 countries? Right. Like, that's awesome. That'd be great. Except for Saudi Arabia might be hard. I don't think you're allowed to drink
1: that. <laughs> It'll be, uh, you know, non-alcoholic tea. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Dan, let me answer this question. what What's going to be the process for pe- people? People can email you back feedback on, on, on how the categories should change. Yeah. What's the process for people volunteering to take a category?
0: I mean, you just email. So if there's a category that we've said that's, that's really speaking to you, email about it. Right. And... We'll give it to you. So, the thing is, the the way the scheduling is going to work for this podcast, on December 1st, the pools are drawn. So, that is going to be the day when really the podcast can start, which is also in like four days. We also don't have much time. And also, unlike the Joe Picks and NFL team podcast, we're going to keep it tight.
1: Just like this one. Just like this. Super tight.
0: <laughs> Surgical. In and out. Like the thing I might need on my brain very soon. <laughs> and so... When we assign it to you, we there, you will need to basically do a lot of research very quickly at the beginning, but then you're done for the whole pocket so then you can sit back right send us the thirty two send us the thirty two because we're not sure what order we' and and we you want you need to be consistent so you know it's like a research project if you're doing system of government you got to do all thirty two get it into us in a week you know we'll give you time and but then you're in it's done whatever you know if there's a coup in Saudi Arabia or something then maybe you send like an addendum or something right but you know the drink th- these should be fun this is a way for you to be part of the podcast forever and we- whatever drink you pick we will drink we have to fucking drink yeah uh, so be responsible yeah, yeah yeah don't pick like dog yeah. do or something and
1: and also i mean i would say you know don't feel the need to you know write a thesis on all of these i mean you know if you want to whatever right but like you can be short concise who's the head of state why should we like them why should yeah we
0: not like well here look let's just make it easier on the people too good, too bad. I can do that. That's easy. Dan's Rate the got, group. Dan's got it. We can do that. That's easy. Path to qual. Well, no, I can do that. Path to qualification. That's easy. I can do that. Top player to watch. Boom. That would be a great. You want research on that? Yeah. Lovely history with the U.S. men's national team. Absolutely. That's great. Right. Do that. That's an easy one. Chan Van Culture. Oh. Family. Dan like,
1: hates researching
0: that. We might want to split that up among like three people. Like, if you're interested in that, maybe we can do. You know, it won't be fully consistent. Maybe we can keep it consistent within the groups or something. Sure. Celebrity, absolutely volunteer for that one. Sister of government, absolutely volunteer for that one. History of atrocities, I, I'll do that. I want to keep that <laughs> consi- I, that's the, that's the like a Rob pod, the Rob category in this one. I'll do the that. Thorny area. <laughs> Rate the kit. You don't need to do that. We'll do that. Rate the national anthem. You don't need to do that. Rate the drink. Absolutely, volunteer for that. So rate the drink. System of government, celebrity, fan culture, history with the U.S. men's national team, and top player to watch.
1: And of course, like I said, I mean, even if
0: I'll put this on like, the, I'll put this in the secret lounge. Totally.
1: And even if you don't sign up for one of the categories and you're doing a different category, we still want your thoughts on it, right? Yeah, so yeah, still Email yeah. in, of yeah. course.
0: You know, everything's the same. Yeah. Except for this time, we really have to. Because the thing in the World Cup is, like, we can't, like, wait one game or two. Because everything changes so quickly. Like, we have to finish. But before the day. And the World Cup starts on, like, sometime in June. So some
1: of them we're going to power through. Yeah. We're going to really power through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, during Christmas, when all of the lazy Christian podcasters are out doing nothing, we are going to be Daily podcasts. Podcasts every goddamn day. So, anyways, send in to the old VIP joepixpod.com if you're interested in doing it. And if you're not interested in doing it and you're just going to listen, that's fine too. But I will like you less than if and, you volunteer to do it.
1: And we will post one more preview episode before yeah, yeah. we
0: post the first real episode. We're right? going to, after we get the feedback, we're going to do a feedback show based on people volunteering for things, based on your suggestions. And then we're going to do one final podcast where we finalize exactly what we're doing. Then. We're just gonna get into it. Then we're gonna all the research will be assigned out. Yeah, maybe we'll pick the the people research on the next one. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll sign it out. And Dan,
1: I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna be presumptuous here and assume anyone will be doing work for us. But we do probably need a new theme song. The old one does not fit super well.
0: Yeah, it probably doesn't. It would
1: be. I mean, I could dub in.
0: A theme song, which, by the way, your children love singing at they the sing top of their lungs. Times, they sing it random times. Don't they? It's great. They, they just walk it. around singing it. It's such, a <laughs> and they have great musical taste. They do. They do. I yeah. mean, as
1: you've heard. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we. It'd be nice to have a new theme song.
0: I mean, I think we could have lots of th- songs. We could have a theme song. We could have the mailbag song. I know. I know. That's pretty much the only two. But,
1: uh, you know, Germany corner. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we have to see. We have to see which countries take <laughs> a liking to it. That's true. Probably the ones that are English speaking are probably the ones. I mean, I guess a lot of countries speak English a little bit, but some like Iran is in the World Cup. I don't know. I mean, who
1: knows? Who knows where we're going to find fans that want to talk about this I, stuff?
0: I mean, the Iran didn't. Don't they like run away from the like Israeli like judo fighters because they won't <laughs> even shake hands with them?
1: Yes, that's true. That's true. That's why. Israel has to compete for quality. Well, that's why here. we
0: need to take the Jew thing out of it. So our Ira- right. Iranian fan, Iranian Iranian fans, <laughs> God. concussion, We're gonna concussion. Be, this is going to be great. This is going to be the
1: most culturally sensitive podcast anyone's <laughs> yes. ever – I'm super I love the
0: Iranians, things. Joe. Me too. Yeah. I mean, not the bad things they do, but the people. Well, I like the – yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for all I know, Iranian I love – For all I know, I like the team. What more woke team could I be supporting than if I, I was supporting Iran?
1: I mean, yeah, if that's important to you, that should be a category.
0: Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Now, Dan,
1: Dan, let me ask you a question. How many of these teams will you be at least attempting to do an accent for? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the Italians are out, which would have been great fodder.
0: The Socceroos. uh,
1: (laughs) Good day, mate. Okay, okay. Save it. Save it. Save it.
0: All right. England. My hope is all of them. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Okay. Germans I can work on you has got to be practicing. I, I don't <laughs> want to try it right now. It could be bad. I haven't worked on it. All right. that's This isn't surgical, Joe. We're done. We're out. This is going to be great. That's it. Second season. So here's the way it's going to work for you people who are like super technical or whatever. We're going to make two new podcast feeds. A Joe Picks A feed that's just going to be everything in the Joe Picks lineup, right. which is including everything we've done. Which is going to be your current feed.
1: We're going to just change yeah. the name of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. The current feed is going to be Joe Picks A. All future podcasts will be posted on there. You so can you, just stay where you are. You don't have to resubscribe to anything. But then we're also. The
1: logo will probably change.
0: We're don't also. Out. Yeah, the logo will have to change. That's another Fiverr logo. <laughs> <We> gotta, <laughs> or or somebody, or get Karsten to do it. I mean, that laser, that laser building logo, looks good. It's better than their actual logo. <laughs> uh, and then we will make a new podcast feed called Joe Picks A World Cup Team that. Will be separate, but episodes will get posted in both places, so you don't have to change anything. But unlike our last podcast, where we didn't want a lot of reviews, this time we do want a lot of reviews. So once we post the first few podcasts, everybody out there who claims to be a super fan got to review it. You got to review it.
1: Got to get your friends to review
0: it, and it's got to be a five star review. This isn't like before; we want your accurate rating. <laughs> it's got to be five stars. So we're gonna have Who's a asking big,
1: you to lie a little
0: bit. We're gonna have a big rollout plan. Because in the last podcast, we had the taste of fame a little bit, like in the Green Bay, the Cincinnati episodes, and then, you know, it all died down once people realized what they were getting into. This time, we want that same touch of fame and disappointment right at the beginning.
1: But 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 people should know that our level of mediocrity will not change. We're committed to it.
0: <laughs> this podcast has already been <laughs> two hours.
1: But also, you know, you know, the thing that I'm most excited about this is that is that I believe that we are actually addressing a problem that a lot of people are thinking about right now. Yeah. People don't know who to root for.
0: I didn't even think about it as a problem until you brought it up. And then I was like, holy crap, that's a huge problem. And frankly, as somebody who's been so devoted, like, I'm pretty familiar with the CONCACAF teams. Like, I could tell you offhand a lot of things about Mexico. Not much I could tell you about Panama, frankly. Yeah. but. I, I mean, I guess I know Germany and Brazil and stuff, but, like, the other random teams that qualified, like, I don't know anything about them. Iran could be the worst team in the world, or they could be, like, the 15th best team. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be actually another weird dynamic about this series, is that I know a little bit more about soccer than you do. Because I actually watch a lot of
0: yeah. soccer. Right. Are there any famous Iranian players in the Premier League? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's like the most famous? Wasn't there like an Australian guy who played the Premier League?
1: Oh yeah, sure. There's been Australian players. I mean, there's a few Icelandic players now. So oh like, oh
0: yeah oh that's good. Ooh Iceland. I Ooh, know that's gonna be a dark horse, or maybe a maybe a little bit a front runner. I don't know.
1: I think I think Guilfi Sigurdsson. Oh, is <laughs> Icelandic? I think.
0: Oh look at that. I know. All right, Joe. Wait, we're 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 getting into it too much. Yeah, you're right. That's it, folks. Go to the Secret wound. There'll be instructions there. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this mid-season extravaganza. And... Looking forward to Season 2. Big, huge announcement. Season 2. Unbelievable. We did it. It was tight. Surgicals. Just like you said. Another surgical podcast. <laughs> and then... And then uh, hours and hours more of this inane crap to come. It's gonna be great. Gonna be Can't great. Wait, Dan. But at the end of it... We both...
1: We'll have teams to root for. I
0: mean, it's gonna be like the road to the World Cup too. It's gonna to be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So get in your feedback about the process, about the categories, about volunteering for the categories, about the this mid season extravaganza.
1: Jeff, we need your help.
0: Yeah. Come up with the theme song. Let's do it. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks, Dan. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. See ya.